Good afternoon and hello, Rocket Punch fans. Oh, welcome here to another Creator Spotlight, um, live on location. Um, of course, I'm your usual host here, Cameron. Um, hello to everybody listening via audio and the people here watching us via video here. I'm excited. This is the, the first something new and unique. We haven't had a chance to kind of get on the Creator Spotlight, so I'm definitely glad to be sitting down here with um, platforms. Uh, this is Luke Sykes and Aiden Jones here from the Gamers Cafe. Am I saying that right? Gamers yes, Cafe. Um, platforms here. Guys, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good. It was actually a nice little drive coming up here from Huntsville to Nashville. Uh, and uh, not too much traffic. We, we, you guys helped us avoid whatever was going on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to avoid Nashville, yeah. um, which is just a constant construction zone over the last five years. Yeah. Okay. Good thing, though. Booming. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. But, um, of course, guys, everyone listening, we're here to talk about you guys and platforms here for our um, new episode of Creator Spotlight. Um, if For people who don't know, this is your first time listening, uh, Creator Spotlight is just a chance for us here at Rocket Punch to kind of reach out and talk to different creators and people that inspire and do awesome, cool things in the geek, gaming, kind of nerd culture space here. Um, wherever we can find them, we get you guys on here and we get to talk about the thing that you're doing. So uh, we're really glad to have you guys here. Thanks so, for having us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Of course, of course. So we, we, we heard Gamers Cafe. We couldn't pass that up yeah. at all. Well, it's, I mean, I want to say it is an honor to be recognized in this way. Um, I, I, I feel like, are you putting quotes around creator? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Not, believe me, Avia, like, we've had a varied amount of creators on there. Definitely, everyone should go check out all the past creators we've had on here, but also listen to this one as well. Yeah. It's gonna, I think it's going to be really good. But first and foremost, let's start off, guys. Question number one, quick overview. Tell us what... Tell us about yourselves and platforms. What is this? Give us the deets, as the kids like to say. The kids still say that, right? Do you want to lead off with uh, yourself? You can go first. Do you want to tell the public about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, as he said, I'm Aiden Jones. I'm the uh, general manager here. I just try and take care of day-to-day -day business, make sure people are enjoying gaming and getting them into new experiences okay okay yeah that's always good yeah look what about yourself um i'm the uh president i used to call myself owner because i didn't know what i was supposed to call myself <laughs> as i started this business up uh, that, a, it's yeah. always hard to do when you start a new business so uh yeah and then my accountant uh advised me oh, no you're not you're the president okay <laughs> all right i am the president of uh platforms um and uh, I, we, I mean, we both manage the business every single day together. Uh, it's a small business, so um, I get asked if we're hiring every single day, and I'm like, I hope. <laughs> I, I definitely hope. But uh, we're here every single day together uh, just getting stuff done. Okay. Every okay. single bit of, of this work. So he's called the GM, and I'm called the president, but we are trading responsibilities yep. like okay. – um, yeah, so cards. explain to us, like, what is Platforms? Like, what is the concept for you guys when you, uh, with Platforms and what you guys are doing here? So, yeah, the subtext of Platforms um, out to the public is a gamer's cafe. Okay. Uh, I don't, I don't want to call myself the gamer's cafe or the anything because um, I, it's, it's kind of a, it's a versatile and malleable concept. 
It's something that is, I think, needed for the gaming community, at least here in Nashville. Um, uh, you know, I've, as I was doing market research, I found plenty of different businesses that were like models. Yeah. So it's not this just uber original idea. Um, it is an amalgamation of, okay. of a okay. number of different concepts to kind of pushed together, but for maybe maybe a new new purpose as opposed to the purpose behind um, other other like businesses. Um, we want to be a social hub for the gaming community in the local uh, region, you know, uh, greater Nashville area, Alabama. Hey, um, I know that state. Up to Kentucky, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we just want to be a place that from casual and beginner play, especially obviously in the VR space. Most definitely. Almost everybody's a beginner right now. You know, uh, I am even. I, I don't it's, know what's It's a coming. new and growing space, so Absolutely. I definitely agree with that one. Uh, to, um, you know, casual competitive. Uh, we have, you know, events here, competitive events. Um, to, you know, the elite gamers. Uh, I want everyone to feel comfortable to come here and experience a fun and social environment in which to to game okay that's i mean i i feel like i sound i could get down with that uh, like i'm i'm like yeah okay <laughs> that kind of aligns with my interests generally so I'm, I'm definitely okay with that all right well next question what gave you guys the inspiration to kind of start platforms and get this small business up and running well, I'd say the main inspiration behind this place is we both just loved VR just mm -hmm. from the very outset. We were early adopters and okay. just loved sharing it with friends and family. And then we just built up from that idea and wanted to create just a social gaming space where everyone okay. can experience pretty much any type of gaming altogether. Were you guys on the um, Oculus train like when it first got... Kickstarter or whatnot? No, over there. Yeah, okay. I admittedly, no, I didn't get any of that. I did have, uh, I pre-ordered the HTC Vive. Okay. Um, my first experience was just, was just mobile. Um, I had a, a Samsung Note 5 and got the oh, Samsung wow. Gear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but I was, I was seeking it out before I even had that. I actually uh, um, conned my way into demoing <laughs> uh, the Microsoft HoloLens something like four or five years ago. Um, it has been that long since I've yeah, seen that thing. So. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I was I was not in the gaming space in any way, shape, or form uh, in my career. I was uh, working in general contracting, but <laughs> I really wanted an that's excuse a, to try that thing out. It's a big so, jump. <laughs> um, so I conned my way into this Atlanta demo, um, and then on my way back, uh, I uh, stopped into an electronics store, um, and they had just just released the Samsung Gear VR. I got a hold of that and started exposing him and everybody else in my family uh, okay. to it. Um, and I mean, we're, we're gamers in general, but oh, yeah. definitely virtual reality and augmented reality is what took, you know, took me beyond the threshold needed to, to start a business out of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. It, and it, this may tie into the other question I've got as well, the next one. Uh, as far as what makes platforms so different from other gamers cafes out there because we've heard i know of a couple of different ones out there i know um chris from as part of the rocket punch crew he has a big favorite one up in um, illinois but uh, 
I'm assuming like the VR is kind of your guys' big push and kind of the thing that makes you different from other gamers' cafes. Would you, would you say that, or what does make you guys different from other? I would say it's more the social aspect. There's definitely okay. a growing, uh, like the idea of like the VR arcade. But we don't want to be just a VR arcade. We want it to be an experience for people. Okay. Um, not just like you get to try it out for a minute, but we want to really be there to help you experience the first time in VR, walk you through things, and the same way on the PC and console side of things, fostering a community here in Nashville around the gaming. That's really cool. It just... Having an outlet like that, even on just the VR side, um, like you guys said, almost everyone's a beginner in VR. And it can be very daunting, especially if it's some from someone out looking in, it can be very daunting to see that, to go, oh crap, you know, I'm used to gaming, or maybe I'm not used to gaming, I want to jump into VR, it looks interesting, but it looks complicated, it's expensive, et cetera, et cetera. You gotta see those issues pile up and maybe they steer away from it as opposed to, hey, Here's platforms, this Gamers Cafe, they have a lot of VR bays, as we're seeing here. Why don't we go down, sit there, take a look at, and, you know, I can go for, I'm going to say low entry fee, but for a nominal fee, a much more reasonable fee, I can experience VR firsthand in an environment that fosters that. So they can help me understand why is it doing this, why is it not doing that. And I think mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Um, I would add to what Aiden said about what makes us new, unique and say this, um, as I... As I started developing the company, and um, I can't remember how I came across the name Platforms, but it really made sense to me um, because it's such a versatile word. Uh, a lot of people are confused by it and go, what? why would you call your name Platforms? Well, an obvious thing is gaming or computing platforms, yep. right? That's platformers, first. Mario. Yes, Platformers as Spyro, well. That's what we yeah. call our, our members, people who have memberships here as Platformers. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I um, like that. And then our, we have a character as well that uh, I haven't really done much with, but he's the Platformer. Okay, uh, okay. We'll see more of that to come. But um, also, I, I started this in a very democratic process. I actually reached out on social media to a local gaming community to have them participate in polls, essentially voting on ideas that that we would bring into this mix. And um, I haven't done any official polls lately to see what the, the gamer community around here wants, like any sort of specific things lately, but it's been more just one on one conversations with those that are coming in. So that's another thing is I have tried to create an online platform for people to voice their opinions about what would be good for the gaming, the local gaming community around here. Yeah. Um, um, and um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stretch that word as far as I can and say <laughs> as well, it's going to be a platform for a lot of art uh, to be uh, displayed, a lot of expression to be displayed. We have actually have a, um, an area that will eventually become a dedicated modern mixed media art gallery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Within a gamers cafe, within a, a internet cafe, you know, that'll be really cool. Call me. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's tons of amazing stuff that's out there that people have just not been exposed to, uh, or maybe they've seen it online. But guess what? You'll be able to check it out first person, in person here. Uh, coming soon. So. There's something about just putting it in your hand 
Yeah. And actually mm-hmm. seeing it physically that as opposed to staring at a small 300 by 300 JPEG image on the internet. Yes. Definitely. And I, I'm, I'm so big on that when it comes to like hardware. We were talking earlier about mm-hmm. that. I want to go and I want to see it. So um, for the local gaming community, we intend to be a try it here first type of place. Like if there's an accessory out there for VR, for uh, standard console and PC gaming that we come out that looks that that we think looks compelling that just came out. Um, probably be able to come over and try it here. Uh, we're going to build our own rigs and stuff like that, but That'll we'll also cool. take things that are out in the consumer market, bring them in here for people to, at least at a low cost, demo to see if it's something they really want to invest in. Yeah, most That'll be great. Uh, again, another door of opportunity for you guys and for everybody else around in the area to kind of come out and try. Yeah. Um, speaking of people coming in, I'm tying this next question here. What events do you guys hope to run and do here at platforms in the near term. Like, what are some events you've got playing? I know you guys have um, the Friday Night Fights yeah. mm-hmm. tournament there. Are there any other cool little things you guys are working on or planning, at least within the next little bit? Um, uh, yeah, another event we're about to start doing is Wednesday nights, starting first on August 8th. We're doing something called Game Jam. Midweek uh, Jam. Midweek Jam. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go back for it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's going to be focused on like racing um, and more uh, some quick, odds and ends, really. Yeah, okay, really. Okay. Yeah, just some some different type of sports games and fighting games that uh, people may not have like a huge amount of experience on, but okay. just to get like the older gaming community in here, some older games and stuff that uh, everyone can be more on a level playing field on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting now we're at that point where we can actually refer to older gamers instead of just yep. gamers as a whole. There's a, the age demographic is starting to spread and widen. So that's if very you, interesting. If you've ever touched an Intellivision, you're welcome. Here. <laughs> there you go. I had, we, my family had one of those back in the day. Not an Atari, but an Intellivision. I, I, I missed on that train. I didn't get a chance to get an Intellivision. It um, was wild. But I got a Virtual Boy. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. Do you still have it? I do not. Oh, I was man. a young, a youngling when I had yeah. a Virtual Boy. Blind myself. Um, they that. were not lying when they said that the red and black gave you headaches. It did, yeah, hundred percent. If you play for more than an hour, <laughs> but no, it, it definitely ties in. Like with those events, there, it's definitely showing off what you guys were talking about earlier. That you want this to be a social club. You want people to come in here. You want you know this to be the spot for gamers. When it's, you know, why are you playing at home? No, come over here and have fun here with us and everybody here and all your friends and family and see them in person. And we're also, another another type of event is we're working toward a, a release party for a game developer, local game developer, Ooh, that will probably cool. tie in local musicians uh, doing live music here too. Ooh, so, yeah, that'll I mean, be exciting. We're Music City, so it makes yeah, sense, That's right? true, that's true. <laughs> we're in the heart, heart of music down here in the South. Yeah. So... We've talked, gotten a little bit of an overview on platforms. Let's jump to kind of like conceptualization of how you guys run and look at platforms here. Uh, next question I've got for you guys. Um, with platforms, why did you guys place such a focus on VR when there are a lot of other similar concepts as a gamer's cafe kind of out there, kind of popping up, not a lot, but out there kind of steering more towards the traditional gaming? Why VR? Because like, as we look around here as well, there's a, a fair amount of VR bays that are in here. Mm-hmm. Um, why lead off with VR? We can't help ourselves. <laughs> yeah. It's just, 
I believe, the future of, like, everything, really. It's... I try to explain it to people as it must have been like when my grandparents first saw a television. That's how world-changing this technology can be. And that's why we want to grow the community around it, not just for gaming, but, like, the art community as well. Education. Yep, definitely. Um, There's there's, uh, research toward help uh, helping people with uh, psychological issues mm-hmm. uh, there's actually um, I, I uh, skimmed <laughs> I need to read it uh, an article recently uh, promoting that it could actually be a very good tool to use to socialize children on the autism spectrum mm-hmm. oh really okay I yeah, did not know that I mean it's crazy mm. how how much it could be used so Frankly, the, the virtual reality is something that really does allow us to expand outside of just the gaming community. I mean, I'm a gamer at heart, so don't don't <laughs> take it to mean like, oh, we've got higher hopes. No, my hopes are to game because I love <laughs> gaming. Um, but that's also going to be used in a, in a number of different manners. Actually, uh, another awesome example is I've I've, I've also seen that in certain parts of Europe, I think it's Northern Europe, they are experimenting now with using VR uh, for training for emergency services type personnel. Oh. Police force, EMTs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Red studies, you have over twice the memory retention of things learned in VR as opposed to just on a standard screen. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. That's wild, cool. Wild, wild possibilities out there with it. Most definitely. Yeah. And it's really cool, too. I know... Uh, even from a gaming, a lot of gamers aspect, when you hear about VR, that's where our minds immediately go, because that's what we're interested in. Mm-hmm. But the applications of VR to genres and whatnot outside of gaming is vast, completely huge. Um, and it's something that I, I think a lot of people forget in the medical field. And like, I, I, I have heard of like nurses and whatnot using VR to help train as far as like surgeries mm-hmm. and whatnot. So they can get it, and that becomes more immersive than just staring at a textbook mm-hmm. and reading Definitely. text and kind of looking at these old 50, 60, 67-year-old pictures yeah. on there. So that, that's something that's really cool, and uh, it, it's definitely something to leverage, leverage with VR. It kind of opens up the possibilities here mm-hmm. um, in using VR with you guys and platforms. Um, next question I've got here. In a, in a world that seems to be exploding, um, like I know in Huntsville, Alabama another creator spotlight we've done before, uh, Pints and Pixels. They're, they have a term for it, but more or less people would call them a barcade where you have these arcades and mm-hmm. you, know, you go eat and whatnot. Um, why, why leverage more traditional video gaming here for you guys as opposed to some of those older tactics with uh, the barcade concept where you have these arcade cabinets? Why, why more traditional like console gaming and PC gaming? I would say, I would say well, we, we started from a very different angle, like, you know, again, back to, not to keep going back over it, but we were inspired by VR. Um, I am, I, I, I was a, definitely an arcade kid. I was like, I'd have $20. <laughs> I would bike down to the local mall. Okay. And okay. I would spend that $20 in about 45 minutes. And then you go back and ask for some more money or figure out how to make some more money. Um, so I love I love arcade cabinets. Actually, one of the VR games that I throw people into quite often is a, it's like a 
uh, an immersion into a classic arcade game. Oh, really? Did you, did you, um, have you ever played, uh, there's a game called Operation Wolf. It was an arcade cabinet that had, um, uh, had an Uzi that you would hold, but you couldn't pull it off of the cabinet. You'd have to just rotate it around. Yeah. Okay. I've seen similar cabinets like that. So if you can imagine being injected into that, like step by step, like you're being gently pushed into the Matrix, you know? Um, oh, is that where we're at? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. I've seen the movie. It looks kind of scary there. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I'd say another great reason not to focus on that is there are actually some successful businesses in this area that are focused primarily on arcade cabinets. Mm-hmm. Not just the barcades, okay. um, but there are a few businesses that that is their primary focus as far as being, uh, you know, they don't call themselves a gamers cafe uh, that's oh, yeah. just something i can't kind of slapped on <laughs> slapped make sure on you patent that term and coin it no yeah, <laughs> i don't know um uh but there's there's already successful models of that okay. so um so that's one reason and then as far as the bar part of it barcade we we serve draft beer i'll probably have bottled beer at some point as well okay. just to have a you know wide selection um but it's games first here. Uh, it's definitely games and experiences, you know, yeah. first. And uh, then we have a very simple but focused and I think well done menu of food and beverages. Um, and then, yeah, I really enjoy having a beer uh, or two when I play a couple of rounds of, of, of games. You know, I was gonna so say gamers do love the nice booze, add-on. So. It, it's yeah. not about it's not about the um, the party and the, and you know, and all that first. So Okay. Most definitely. Well, next question I've got here on concept you guys are running here. What are you guys doing and working towards to try and get people to come out and play their games at platforms instead of staying at home? Like we I know we've got um, a lot of PC and console games up there as well. Cool little awesome games of cool access to those, but what are you guys doing to kind of tell people, look, come here. Don't stay home and play Overwatch at home. Come play Overwatch here. Is it is it leaning more into more of that social aspect? or exactly. is it in here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, like we've said many times over, it's fostering the community here. We've got kids who come here to play Fortnite every day because they can come and play with their friends. And really? You can look over at them and say, ha, I got you, just stuff like that. And or, and that is that is essentially recreating something that I think is, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say lost, but it is lacking with, um, with online gameplay. Uh, it's that anonymity uh, uh, of of people's um, online experience mm-hmm. takes away a, a certain human aspect to it. Um, and I think being in the room with a person that you're competing with or against really adds something back into the mix that's important. Um, I, I mean, a nail on the head. I agree with that. I mean, we've talked about it at the Rocket Punch cast where it, it, it does feel that's not necessarily that it's gone completely, but that it's waned greatly from back in the day when I'm sure when we were kids and we played games and we ha- all have memories of like going to our friend's house. And I remember playing Mario Kart and Star Fox and Super Smash when it first came out. And um, there was no online component, but you still had those awesome experiences there. So when you won or when you lost or when you mm-hmm. argue, you were there and the, like you had that interface as opposed to when you're, you know, 
not every community, but you're on, when you're online now and, you know, you lose and somebody's teabagging you, like, <laughs> uh, there's a different aspect as opposed to, like, if you're at a place and you're doing that with your friends and you can, when you succeed, you can turn to your friend right next to you and high-five them. Uh -huh. Yeah, that living room experience, somewhat symbolically, I actually have my original Nintendo 64 in in the back of the oh, business. Oh, wow, with awesome. With my original GoldenEye cartridge still working too many perfectly <laughs> too Got many memories with golden eye yeah, yeah too many memories I used to smack down my friends in golden eye and then they would just pummel me in any sports game <laughs> there, there's a story about one of my friends and the golden gun and complex i'll have to tell you guys about definitely okay. later um, so that's definitely interesting but um next question i've got for you guys what lessons did you guys learn from watching other concepts i know you talked about like other successful businesses that kind of do similar stuff here, what were some of those lessons you guys learned maybe in like seeing how they kind of grew up that you guys are implementing here at platforms? Um, I'd say you take the point on this. Yeah. For sure. I, I did, so I did most of the like out, out in the field market research. Um, okay. I did, I did most of it uh, last year. Um, it's, it's difficult to say exactly what we've implemented I uh, and I'm not a, I'm not generally a negative person but it's also something that um, I'll tell you what you want to you want to yeah. grab that uh, sorry if we can segue oh no uh, it's okay. gonna uh, he is the GM and we are open for business right now <laughs> so he's yep. gonna take care of some stuff that is uh, blaring on our uh, soft on our okay. computer management system no problem no so, problem thank you very much for having me on here. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks yeah. thanks for coming Love sharing um, and hopefully you get a lot more out of this guy <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you a whole lot about him oh, we'll, we'll squeeze everything out of him yeah um, oh, we're moving over here. People yeah. on camera can see us. Hey, guys. I uh, okay. So, so things we implement implemented. Um, I, I would say I would say I took advice from some people regarding customer service. Okay. Um, that uh, that was first and foremost on my mind. Is this all? Yeah, he's good. Um, I wanted to uh, make sure that every person that comes in here um, feels like they're being welcomed into a home, essentially welcomed into um, you know a safe atmosphere. Um, and and I did find that as one of the most comforting and and, and enjoyable aspects of certain businesses that I visited as I was uh, researching. I, I went out west. Um, uh, and I've been, you know, to New York City to, to see a couple of places and then okay. been in conversation cool. with a number of others that are international um, about how they're running it. And, and in America, it is a definitely a different business model that's needed than necessarily in Europe or elsewhere because we have different reasons that we want to come together to game here in, in the U.S. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, um, affluent nation that can afford an <laughs> Xbox One X with a 4K TV or I mean, it, PS4 Pro. I think still the biggest gaming, as far as video game sales and whatnot, it's the U.S. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, in Europe, maybe they don't have the space or, or something like that. And some other nations, they don't have the, the finances to, 
to be able to have the game so it makes a lot more financial sense to have centers yeah have gaming centers but um so so the compelling um uh places that i did visit uh, again they felt like i was being welcomed into sometimes almost like an ultra modern uh um living space um like like hollow deck plus couches <laughs> and that was neat that's not the that's not necessarily the aesthetic here i appreciate that i'm a big trek fan but oh, yeah. um uh but i i really felt welcomed by okay. those that were okay. working there whereas the places that i stayed away from their model it was like um uh you you've we've grown to accept the business model of a movie theater or the business model of a theme park and that's okay. They are what they are. The difference between that and this place is that um, you expect to be lined up like cattle. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of a better term, waiting, yeah. <laughs> waiting your turn with, um, you know, maybe a little bit of uh, entertaining flash here and there as you're waiting. But for the yeah, most part, one. you're just waiting. And um, these days, you know, on your phone, on social media or something until you get your turn for the, the ride or the experience. Um, and I, I wouldn't name names of groups or whatever, but there were some places where I felt like instead of treating it like something that could be open and could be uh, a really welcome experience, instead it was treated as a, a ride. It was treated as like, okay, get on, okay, get off. No, you can't have any more time to experience this. Yeah. It's somebody else's turn immediately. Um, uh, so I, I, I stayed away from that stuff, and okay. I really welcomed uh, that that customer service uh, that I, that I enjoyed at other places. I would say as well, um, I I opted for um, higher end equipment. Um, you can get away with gaming on a, a you know Razer phone these days. So <laughs> maybe I just put, should have put a bunch of Razer phones around. It's a 120 hertz screen. Oh, there you Great go. Yeah, we're, we're text moving up. Moving um, up. But instead, I I really opted to go as high as I could afford to as far as the quality of the equipment around here. Um, and that's something I took from a various number of different places. I felt like some places were um, advertising that it was more than it really was as far as how good their equipment was. Yeah. And then I felt like, oh, you're really just shortchanging people and not trying to give them the thing that you think is amazing. Yeah. Most um, of it, and it, not saying that those, like, kind of the comparison you made like the theme park ish things. Not that those can't and don't succeed, but no, I think yeah. kind of finding what you guys want to do and moving forward with that. I think that especially in 2018, a lot more customers do value that more personal touch. Yes. I think is the way I would describe it there, where you're coming in and you feel welcomed. And the other big thing as well, when you talked about the your, your, the tech you have on here, I mean, I, I remember talking to Aiden when we first came here. I'm like, what are these? Um, PCs that are hooked up to these um, VR systems and on the PC gaming, and he was like, Core i5, 1080 graphics. I'm like, whoa, this is great, and it it shows that you're not compromising on the quality. When people and gamers do come down here and they do experience VR and they do experience those console and PC games, they're going to get a great experience. It's not going to be a, you know, World of Warcraft on a 15 year old system. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a quality experience, or you know it. 
uh, VR, you're not going to be in there where it's, especially if it's your first time experiencing VR, where like if there are frame rate drops or it cuts in and out, no, mm -hmm. it's going to be a very smooth and generally pleasant experience. For yes. Be, that's really cool. I'd say one other thing that I that I made sure to implement as well is, is good quality food mm -hmm. um, instead of a bunch of candy bars and Doritos. Uh, <laughs> no Doritos and Mountain Dew? What are you doing? Uh, I mean, we got energy <laughs> drinks that are trying to uh, okay. sell their stuff here. And uh, the, the kids do like the balls around yeah, here. Yeah, so I, may, I, may, I may give in at that, give in for that uh, <laughs> at some point in the near future. But we, uh, we wanted to have good, high-quality food, and I really enjoyed that aspect of a number of places I visited as I was mm -hmm. researching. Um, just, you know, that just they were really trying to make it a, a very well-rounded experience um, uh, by by serving good food as yeah. well as good gaming experience. Very true. Yeah. All right. So next set of questions I've got here in the last little bit is a little bit more focused on the small business side. And this is an interesting to you know, topic I like touching on, especially for us here at Rocket Punch and kind of, I know for us working and getting to that point and kind of not only for us, but everybody listening in like about the small business aspect and kind of seeing how each of our creators, if they are a small business, kind of working in that space. Mm -hmm. um, next question I've got for you. How has it been operating and starting this business? I mean, what, what's what's been positive? What have been the hurdles in there, if any at all, mm -hmm. um, in kind of getting, pardon the pun, getting platforms off the ground? Yay. <laughs> uh, trademark. <laughs> Make sure, yeah, coin yeah. that. Write that down. Um, It is, it's, it's pretty wild. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can, I'm sure. Um, so operating as a small entity, um, you know, you, you have limited, limited resources uh, as far as um, knowing everything you're going to encounter, right? I don't, I don't have, people have asked if I'm, if I'm some franchise or something like that, and Sometimes I wish that I was <laughs> that's a the dream. Every I could go, okay, this is the exact formula for success. Um, that's how long you cook the fries, and that's how much <laughs> syrup you put in the cola. You know yeah. that kind of thing. But um, and so 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 there's tons of roadblocks that, as an individual, as a small business owner, um, you don't see coming. As as much research as you try to do, you don't see coming. So. Um, you know, I was heavily involved in every aspect of the development of this place, and I could say that every aspect of the development of this place had its hurdles that um, I just had to take day by day. Um, the it, experience it, 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 has been positive, right? Overall, yeah. it's been positive, and I really appreciate the reception um, by the public, though I haven't reached the entirety of the population of greater nashville uh, at this point not yet no no yeah, soon one of the other hurdles it's it's um marketing a small business like this when you don't have a humongous marketing fund available to you uh from you know large corporate entity or something like that that's it's, true it's, uh i was really trying to make a big splash and i'm so far, I've made some, some drops and uh, uh, starting to throw a few larger rocks in the pond. Um, well, that's and good. I feel like I'm, I, I am getting noticed, definitely. Um, 
but yeah just just getting the word out there is a weird and twisted thing these days with um social media uh um it is it is a um it's a very open space to market yourself but it is also uh um it's a very big it's a void almost it feels like a void sometimes where you're just throwing things in there um i I feel like especially in 2018 now with social media you can correct me if i'm wrong if 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 you don't feel this way but it's almost like a two-headed beast it is very open in how you can market yourself and put yourself out there but everyone can do it and a lot of times there's you know we look at our twitter feeds and our facebook feeds there's so much data to consume out there oh sometimes it feels you get lost in the shuffle absolutely yeah (laughs) and it's it's very hard you have to do something to stand out yes and say like this is why you should pay attention to me what do i have to do to stand out i don't i don't don't have the answers unfortunately no um yeah so so the way we promote ourselves you know um online is just exactly the concepts that we've already discussed it's just that it's a fun social uh place to be so i put dumb videos about the computer that I love turning on in the morning. We were discussing <laughs> that open case uh, uh, computer up there. Um, I put videos about, uh, you know, these local kids getting a victory in Fortnite together, squatting up together while they're here um, and just being very proud of their accomplishment, you know. Yeah. Um, and then uh, big groups coming in and sitting right here on this couch and playing against their their friends in virtual reality you know asymmetric play um and just having a ball having a great time that that living room experience uh but way bigger than your living room and without (laughs) as much furniture to break that's true that's always good especially in vr yeah always good um uh and then and then some other some other aspects is i mean there 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 are hurdles definitely when it comes to um qualifying let's say you are a very unique entity you're a very unique business model okay um as opposed to some of the other businesses here in town because i have so much stuff mixed the uh the the, uh, nashville codes department was maybe going to classify me as an art gallery maybe going (laughs) to classify me as uh, well, games are art. Like so I'm not uh, a coffee shop. I'm not. Ex- I'm not a restaurant. That's you know. Uh, um, even though I have food and beverage here, um, and so just classifying myself and fitting the mold, or, or getting through the the hurdles, getting through the steps that are needed by the local government uh, or regional government or whoever needs to uh, be notified that you exist and approve that you exist. Well, you could get a couple more VR headsets and then like have a food simulator and put some tables down so people can eat in VR. (laughs) That could be a restaurant. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I don't recommend it, but you could maybe eat while you're playing VR here. Um, Maybe, you know what we I'll, that'll be something I invent is like a, like a, a smoothie holster. (laughs) <laughs> and then you just you've got a straw that's readily available and uh we'll puree anything you want there you go yeah make uh, it easy for everyone fresh pizza fresh baked pizza and then we'll throw it in the smoothie holster for you um, I'm, I'm down for that i'm yeah. excited for that already i'm i'm hoping that that doesn't become a thing <laughs> 
So next question I've got for you, Luke. Uh, what plans do you guys have to use platforms to kind of grow grow the gaming community in the area? I know, I think you've mentioned it before, seen like, um, talked about maybe having esports teams down here, uh, tournament sponsorships and stuff like that. Like, what are some of those plans and machinations you guys have to kind of, as we talked about, make that rock that's dropping in the water a big boulder and yeah. make some splashes here in the community? Um the I, I would say I would say the things that you just mentioned are some great big plans that we want to do. I'd say for now um, we're keeping it pretty simple, pretty local, um, uh, and just involving those that want to be involved. Uh, I mean, organically, naturally, um, I've I've uh, come in contact with groups like yourself. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to your stream. Watch the stream. Um, I've I've come in contact with just some individuals who want to get into streaming. Um, maybe also want to be uh, competitive, get into actual esports competition. Okay. Um, and you know, this could be. I, I could see this place as being, um, you know, a, tr a training ground for. Um, for people who really want to improve their skill set, uh, even even just the Friday night fights or the midweek jam, maybe not midweek jam because I can, I don't see uh, Def Jam Fight for New York becoming a hey, widely a popular <laughs> esport. The kids don't know about that game yet. It's awesome. It's the, really good. The PS5 and Xbox Seven, <laughs> whatever they're going to call the next one, um, it'll be it'll be the hit and that'll be the new esport. Okay. okay. But um, you know those kind of competitions hopefully will produce some some good competitors to, to come forward um, um, I would say as well um, our our efforts toward involving we, we have some stuff in the works to okay. involve okay. local uh, twitch YouTube etc game streamers um, to do live on-site hosted uh, streaming through us okay um, and because of our Small but growing um, uh, social media presence, uh, we've been able already even to uh, increase the following of some game streamers. Um, we also are being approached by local leaders in esports about being involved in development of big events. Uh, Very cool. Here, I mean, not necessarily here at this location. Uh, oh yeah. But being involved in some way, shape, or form in events coming to Nashville, big events coming to Nashville, um, and and so it's. Uh, sorry, I'm the, the answer. I feel like is kind of vague. It's kind of there's a lot in the works. Oh yeah, not no tons to talk about. That's a result, or that's a. Um, uh, a, a solid like this this date plan or something like that. Oh, but. I'm just gonna say it's, it. It never is kind of what you mentioned at the top of this um, recording. It's fluid, you know. It's something that you you learn as you grow, and there's a lot of Absolutely. like you got to get your feet wet to actually know what you need to do. That yes, is, yes. Yeah. We're we're uh, essentially two months young. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so, that's yeah. And so I can uh, my my view of the future is somewhat limited um, exactly what is going to happen so far it's hard it's hard to judge by the the small past that we have oh yeah no problem i mean but again starting a new business that's what it that's what it takes yes you, you know 
Drake always said, started from the bottom. Now he's here, wherever he's at, and that's where, as a small business, you're trying to go to and work towards, and that does take involvement from everywhere else and you know talking and having getting involved with all the other things that are going on so yes I definitely understand that definitely understand that so um where where do you one of my last questions here where do you hope to take platforms in the future like in the next year in the next five years where do you hope to see platforms go maryland um, okay. okay. Well, that was just a recommendation <laughs> by someone from out of town. Like, you need to come to my small town in Maryland. I said, all right, I, that's my next plan. No, uh, where we are going to go. Um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, you know, as we talked about before, it's not necessarily a scripted game plan, but where, maybe what you want. Where, where would you like to see platforms at in the next, in the kind of in the longer term? Um, I'm really, so I am just creative, kind of creative by nature. Um, I want to just keep creating things from scratch. Okay. I, um, the idea of doing a successful franchise is kind of a distant concept to me. I know that it's something that I should, um, at least consider, uh, but the idea that I would, uh, branch out and, and bring one down to Huntsville or, or, um, you know, start a revolution in Atlanta or something like that <laughs> yeah. is a is a very distant concept to me right now. What I can say for the moment is that we want to continue to create, um, s- at least seemingly new. <laughs> Maybe it's just a mesh of of, of of things that already existed, but new things, uh, new experiences uh, for people here. Okay. Um, from just physical rigs that we build. Uh, to types of events that we create that are, um, you know, just a fun new experience that hasn't been okay. had here. Um, the idea of mixing live music and gaming is not necessarily a brand new concept, but doing it well, having an event that um, it's definitely true. is mm-hmm. you know, really solid experience um, and, and also relevant. Like, it's not just, you know things patched together yeah most definitely don't really uh match each other um and then and then as far as um you know kind of back to growth back to the idea of growth um uh, i i want i want people to just literally be knocking on my door every single morning not because i want all that money but because, (laughs) because i i'm inspired by having a place that people feel so comfortable to to come and have fun with their friends and family you know it's definitely um, so it's when i am when i am making it here sometimes at 11:59 or even sometimes 11:50 a.m. Uh, right before we open at 12 p.m. and i and some of the kids the local kids that are members here are like already at the front door i love it because i'm like hey guys how's it going what are we going to do today yeah. uh Oh, more Fortnite. Okay. <laughs> Can I please try to get you into some other game? <laughs> there I are more games out you. there. No, it's, I mean, it's a great game, but uh, yeah. it's like, try something else. <laughs> try one, just just 30 minutes, try something yeah. else. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I can't wait to see that kind of effect continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, people um, coming together as a, really as a united gaming community 
to do all sorts of various different things. Sometimes not games, but but to experience life in in this place. Maybe to so kind at of at least portion of life. I don't want you here twenty. Yeah, seven. maybe to use games as a way to open the door. Yes. And like make friends. Maybe maybe you come down here and you meet somebody that loves games as much as you do. Then you find out they're like right down the street from your house and you didn't know that, or yes. you know, from a gaming community, or you meet friends in general that maybe have the same interest in games. Maybe everybody likes Fortnite. Right. Oh yeah, and, and that is the kind of thing in, in small ways that I've seen happen already. I there's there's a you know group of group of kids that probably never would have met each other just because they're from different walks of life. Um, uh, you know, maybe maybe different demographic financially speaking, mm-hmm. but they're all able to afford to come here, um, and they've joined up uh, joined up to game together a, a number of different times, and and I've seen. That when one is not able to be here that day, they're online with them. The, the those that are here are online with the other person that's, awesome. that's not able to be that's here. That's awesome. And they probably never would have met either online or um, just locally without having come here. That's awesome. And it's I me personally, I love hearing stories like that of kind of bringing those people together and like. I think definitely as long as you stick to that mantra that we've talked about this entire episode about so being social mm-hmm. and coming in and having, you know, making these type of connections in the long term, I think you're, I mean, I have no concerns about you guys. You're definitely going to succeed. And then uh, I'm sorry, this is one other aspect of that story that I have to share is it's, we're talking about a group of three kids, uh, okay. two kids that are regularly console players. Uh, but because the game that they like is cross platform, um, the other kid that they may na- never have met without gaming here, um, he was a he's a PC gamer primarily, and they've started. The two other kids have started playing on PC, learning how it works. Um, wow! A new okay. Gaming platform through okay. their relationship with this person, even though you're still playing on controllers instead of mouse and keyboard. <laughs> hey, hey, baby steps, Luke. They are baby seeing steps. that the 144 hertz refresh rate on the screen is helpful. There you go. Smoother motion. Yeah. So. We'll definitely we'll make sure to clip this part of the interview out and send it to Sony as maybe as like a, yeah, a, yeah. a quick reminder. Hey, cross platform is good for everybody here. And uh, uh, mouse and keyboard. Um, uh, what is it? Xbox. Xbox. Is, is, yeah, there. We'll send it to Microsoft. To, rumored that's to been, start supporting mouse and keyboard. That's been rumored for for a long time. Maybe we'll. Maybe wanna, it'll be out by the time people hear this. But I've so. got a. I've got a Half Life Three T shirt that says "I want to believe." So <laughs> I want to believe that they will do that. Okay. We all do. We all do. Valve. Do it. <laughs> do it. Um, wrapping up here. Final question, Luke. And it's the big one. It's the one I know we all like and our listeners are definitely interested in hearing. So people are listening. They're like, man, this is really awesome. I mean, there may have be potential people that are listening that are trying to make their own kind of creation as well. Um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start their own geek or nerd project or any type of creative project for that matter? Like, What is maybe a piece of advice you would depart onto them oh, to kind of definitely help them out. reach out to whatever the existing community is either around the subject that they want to develop towards okay. uh, um, or uh, adjacent adjacent industries you know okay um, reach out to the local community because I've I've had a significant amount of um, you know somewhat intangible uh, somewhat indirect but uh, definitely a lot of networking help, um, advice, etc. 
uh, from local adjacent industry communities, okay. uh, leaders in those communities. Um, reach out to, and, and they don't have to necessarily be your friends. They may become your friends, but they may know some things, have experienced some things that will, I, I know I've learned tons of things about adjacent industries that apply to oh, okay. what I'm doing he, here. Um, and I've also learned about my industry that, you know, like social, local, uh, what would you call it? Location-based entertainment. Okay. Okay. Um, I've learned a lot about what does work and what hasn't worked in the, the local, the region in general, yeah. what the past has been here as I've gone through the development process that has helped me to hopefully not make some of the mistakes, but um, uh, capitalize on some of the successes uh, of those, those that have done similar projects in the past. Okay. Um, okay. Tons of other things I could say. Lots of advice <laughs> I could give. Uh, uh, research every little bit of uh, codes and whatever else, regulations that you need to before you get into it. Don't catch yourself off guard. Yeah, you don't and, need any surprises. Oh, you can't do this because you know it's limited by the government in some way. Um, and do tons of uh, um, local, regional. Um, uh, nationwide market research um, okay in the same way that you want to see what your local community is doing and has done in the past and wants to do in the future okay. you also want to see what's been successful elsewhere take it with you know um, the, the understanding that the market may be different uh, demographics uh, financial that's situation true it's definitely of, something to keep in mind community may be entirely okay. different um, uh, but yeah I, okay. uh, uh, look Look for any way, shape, or form that you can understand it more. Um, uh, that's that's good advice because a lot of times people may come in thinking, "Oh, I know the gaming space. I know this." And when you say that, you instantly shown that you do not know. Yeah. <laughs> Admittedly, a lot of the things I feature here are uh, selfish. <laughs> I don't know how to say this. Like, it was a selfish act to bring in specific uh, foods that I love. And I don't know if you like them or not, but <laughs> I hope you do because I want to, in the same way that we're subjecting people to VR because we love it so much. Mm -hmm. um, so even though, even though you have knowledge of... And we're both agreeing that you want to have knowledge of the market, knowledge of your the product that you're trying Most to Most definitely, yeah. I also think you need to be inspired by it. Uh, so, so do bring a bit of yourself. Do bring um, what what is positive about what you love about that product I into think the if, business. And I think that with that kind of piggybacking off your point, if passion, yes. bring that passion in there. I think that the passion is going to show to customers when they walk in. You know, maybe talk about the places you went that you liked as opposed to you didn't like for various reasons. Um, but also that passion's going to not only just bleed off for people, but it's it helps kind of authenticate and keep you going when, throughout, especially in a small business, throughout the ups and downs. Because you're going to have those ups and downs. And, it, and that, that passion's going to help drive you to say, no, I'm going to keep going. Here's why. This is why I'm doing this. I yes. know why I'm here. Yes. Why I wake up every morning and have to come up here and take care of this mundane task. Because I love what I'm doing. Yeah, it's definitely. I can't agree more. That's why. That's why we do Rocket Punch. I think we we can all agree with that one. 
And um, be grateful to those that help you. Uh, you know, uh, show thanks in in the best way that you know how to those that have helped you along the way. Um, uh, you know, I mean, a lot of times it's not necessarily out of passion that a person helps you along along the way. Uh, maybe out of love, which doesn't necessarily have to include passion at the moment, right? That's true. Um, but being thankful and gracious back to those that have helped you along the way is incredibly important. Yeah, uh, I feel like I should go talk to my wife and maybe call her and say thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm texting mine right now. Right now. So um, but Luke, that's all the questions I have okay. basically for the um, end of this here. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank sitting here for, for this um, creator spotlight. Glad to have you got you and Aiden as well sitting talking to talk about platforms. Um, final wrap up question here: How can the people that are listening or watching now this video here um, interact with you guys? Uh, Put some plugs in there for us. Yeah, the best the best way to find us uh, we have a, a website. It is www.platforms.games. Yes, there's no .com. That is a real uh, suffix. Uh, uh, domain stuff. Domain, yeah. A TLD or whatever. Um, uh, platforms.games. That's also, you can find us on Instagram as platforms.games or Facebook as platforms.games. That's our tag on both of those. Okay. Um, and uh, we're, we're, we're growing our social presence. So from there, you will probably find many other roads to find us. Twitter. Twitter is platforms underscore games. You can't do... As Dang well as, it! As well as Twitch soon will be platforms underscore games. So okay. at least those two are uh, paired together. There you go. I guess it's something unique there. Yeah. I, believe me, Rocket Punch. We had a hard time when we had to get domains for everything there. Mm -hmm. They're all over the place. That's why we just tell people to go to rockpunchgo.com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'd say I'd say the the community is most active on Facebook currently. Okay. That's the easiest place to continue conversations to um, uh, post. We post our events in other manners, like meetup.com and stuff okay. as well. But Facebook tends to be the easiest place to really see what's going on. Okay. Look at posts, cool. look at discussions that have happened, um, and understand a little bit more. But uh, for a first taste, you know, the website is, is plenty. Well, that's where you guys need to go to kind of hit Luke and Aiden up here at Platforms. But I uh, always like beating beating dead horse here again thank you luke so much for joining us here on this edition of creator spotlight um remember everybody listening and tuning in head over to rocketpunchgo.com we make it easy for you it's your one-stop shop you guys can find all of the podcasts like this one that we do there all of the streams all the videos that we host up there um you're not gonna you if you're listening to this feed you're not gonna miss a beat you're definitely gonna know where we're going there but other than that one more time thank you luke for joining us thanks for having me Thanks, listeners, for listening in and video people for watching. They're viewers, right? Yeah, they're viewers. That's what they call them nowadays here. We'll see you guys on the next episode.